And welcome, Strange Seeds. You're listening to the Primordia Podcast, your source for strange. Open your mind, take off that flesh suit, and dive into primordial waters as we swim through the mystical and magical, weird phenomenon, unsettling synchronicities, and the truly terrifying. I'm your host, Britt. Welcome to this week's episode of the Primordia Podcast. This week we're doing things a little differently because my friend Sam has come down from where she lives to visit and we decided to take the opportunity to have her as a special guest on the podcast so that we can discuss some of the creepy shit that we went through in St. Augustine, in Gainesville, and in Micanopy, all places in Florida. So join us this week as we dive into spooky and strange phenomena relating to St. Augustine and surrounding places in North Central Florida. Just for a bit of background and also to give you guys an opportunity to research some of the places that we talk about in this episode, we're going to cover St. Augustine, Florida, which is considered the oldest city in America, established in 1565 by the Spanish and it's a beautiful city. It's very haunted, lots of creepy shit, plenty to go around. We also will review some places in Gainesville, Florida, which is known for the University of Florida, the Gator College, and then also Micanopy, which is another old small town in Florida known for its creepy and old history. Now, Gainesville and Micanopy are in the swamplands of Florida, if that gives you any idea. The energy of both places can be pretty heavy at times, even if you're not a sensitive person. Before I sound too much like a weirdo, let's go ahead and dive in. Are you going to say it? Say what? Hello, strange seeds. Oh, (laughs) that's a thing that I actually just plug into the beginning of every episode. So... Let's talk about creepy shit. Um, which one do you want to start with? So I kind of want to talk about, first of all, how we met. Yeah, it it was just too uncanny. Too uncanny to be coincidental. It was, like, just a coincidence. Because, so it was, because we were just talking about this earlier, was September the 1st, we think. Happy belated friendiversary. Yes. (laughs) Decade (laughs) friendiversary. Ten year. That's a big one. That is a big one. Is that the golden anniversary? Is it? I don't know. Like the da 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 thank you for being friends. <laughs> <laughs> I hope we're still that close when we're that fucking old. Okay, so how we met. Yes, how we met. Okay. Okay, so how we met. Okay, so St. <laughs> Augustine, Florida, 2011, September 1st. It's a Tuesday. We are going into theater class our teacher is Corey Britton Britton Corey. I still don't know which one is I don't his first know. name. <laughs> I, I want to say it was Britton. Britton was his he, first name. I want to say. Britton Corey. That makes sense. Because that's what fucked us up from the get-go. It did. Because that sounds like a last name. It does. <laughs> and so Corey Britton Britton Corey, or Britton Corey, um, <laughs> also known as. AKA. His real Britton name, Britton, Britton, Britton Corey. Corey. Yeah. <laughs> so... I think it was, so before the class even started, we were all, like, outside of the 
There was the, the auditorium doors, so and we were inside. Was, but then, yes, yeah, it was like the common area when you come out, come out of the auditorium, like the stage and seating part. Yes, yes. You were sitting on a bench directly across from the doors, mm-hmm. and then I saw you standing, and we made eye contact or something. But you <laughs> yeah. like walked over to me, and I was like. Oh, thank goodness, because I am the fucking worst as far as, like, trying to reach out to people. But I'm like, I got to be different from in high school where I didn't talk to anybody. I got to try to make friends. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. And it just worked out so well. Well, it did. And we got in class. Uh And then he was doing roll call. And then we found out we had the same last name. (laughs) And that led to we were born within two weeks of each other. Yep. Is Same it a week year. or two weeks? Uh, week. Ten days. No, nine days. Nine days. Yes, nine days because you're the seventh yes. and I'm the sixteenth. Yes. Okay, yep. that's what it is. Yep. God, math is hard. Just yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But after that, it was history. Like we were super close, and we were always in each other's dorm rooms. Like, yes. I loved going down to yours, even though the staircase was creepy as shit. Oh man! Like you always felt something in that staircase. I from the get go. Um, I was just like, yep, that's, that's my person. <laughs> but that staircase though, from the get go, mm-hmm. cause like, was that the only way that you could get to and from our dorms after a certain time of night? So, well, you had to have, I don't remember if there was like a, cause the thing we would shut off, but there through. was the outside door. Yeah. That you could get to, but you had to have the key card. Uh-huh. One time, I don't know how, but remember I used that goldfish bag to scan the barcode <laughs> and it let me in. <laughs> I Are you sure your ID wasn't, like, in the bag? But it could have been. It could have been. I'm still convinced it was the goldfish bag. Just for the sake of storytelling. <laughs> it just goes to show how safe we really were. No kidding. Well, you remember the the bush outside that mm-hmm. we called the magic cookie bush or cookie producing bush or whatever <laughs> yeah. because somebody would always fucking put a cookie from the dining hall <laughs> on half top eaten, of the half eaten cookie. Yeah, like a half eaten cookie. It was their offering. I guess. It must have been. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those uh, were some fun times. Chicken Nugget Thursday. I'm pretty sure it was Thursday, right? Uh, I'm pretty sure it was Thursday. That or Wednesday. Like, you really had to get there. Like, you could smell them, and you were like, they're making the chicken nuggets. We got to get there now. Waiting in the wrap line. Mm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Be like, you put half the plate of ranch, and then you can put my wrap on the other half of the plate. (laughs) (laughs) I think my favorite was the Nutella crepe. Mm, With the Rice Krispies. Yes. The Cocoa Krispies and the bananas. Like, so easy to make Mm -hmm. and so delicious. Oh, yeah. Probably very unhealthy, but... It got us through. I mean, it was better than what I was eating at the time, which was cheese and some pudding. So. <laughs> Is it, though? Is it better? It's got yeah. a fruit in it. It's exactly. It's got bananas. That cancels everything else out. <laughs> oh, in a perfect world. And you have the dry cereal, which is an essential part of a complete breakfast, right? That's what they always say in the commercials. Yeah, absolutely. And then it's a texture thing, so it makes it delicious. Yeah. And then you have the wrap, so you're getting, like, your wheat and your carbs in. And then, you know, the Nutella for an energy kick from all the sugar that's That's, I was going to say, that's what we'll go with. Because, dude, Nutella is too delicious for me to give up. I know. The staircase. So all of Flagler was super fucking haunted. From the get-go. Yes, because Mm -hmm. it was a hotel. 
I'm trying to get my tour guide information out now. In 1605, <laughs> was it 1605 that Henry Flagler started building it? You were the one that worked at the museum. <laughs> so it was. I know it was in the 1600s that Henry Flagler was in the town and he was doing the railroad shit and he moved all the roads back and covered some cemeteries, tried to make some roads and all that crazy shit. And he built the Flagler Hotel, which was the Hotel Ponce de Leon. Mm-hmm. And then across the street was the event center for the hotel, which is now the, the Leitner Museum. Museum. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, lots of ghost stories, one of which being Ida Flagler. Oh! And people would claim to see her roaming around, and there was some stories about some fucking scissors that went missing from a dorm room, so I was always scared that she was going to take my scissors and, like, stab us in our sleep or something. Well, and then your scissors kept disappearing. Yeah, my scissors did keep going missing, which was probably why I was scared of getting stabbed in the middle of the night with them. (laughs) But, um, yeah, since we were talking about the cookie bush that was right in front of where I, like, I'm pretty sure that's who I saw. Mm -hmm. That was a trip, dude. Mm -hmm. Holy crap. Like... I just remember sitting under one of those arches. It was like the second arch from the door. And I was on the phone with Zach. Mm -hmm. Um, And what I distinctly remember is my half of the conversation dying mid-sentence. Because I was just that startled. You don't believe what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember right in front of that heavy door to go inside Mm -hmm. was... Um, like a middle-aged woman um, with a white blousey top, you know, with the long sleeves and stuff. A dark skirt. I almost want to say like a felt skirt, but just like the straight skirts. Mm -hmm. And she had brown hair, and it was piled on her head in a bun. Mm -hmm. And she was like sepia-colored. Like, I know that's super weird, but she was sepia-colored and the outline was like looking at her through the snow channel. Um, it was just kind of fuzzy, but like she was looking right at me and she was scowling and she had no feet. Like those are the distinct things that I remember. It was like, everything is so clear except for where are her feet. (laughs) And (laughs) you kind of need those. Right. Yeah. Hopefully that'll keep you over there though. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And then as I like realized that I saw her, she was just gone. Like... Not even a fade out, almost like someone just like changed the TV channel mm-hmm. and like she just flipped away from my line of sight. And I remember Zach going, babe, babe. <laughs> and I was just like, uh, um, I think I have to go. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, well, shit, the only way that I can get back inside is to go through that door. Mm-hmm. And it was just the eeriest feeling i didn't feel like threatened despite the scowl just like like she really wished that i was not taking up any of her space yeah (laughs) well in a lot of the stories about ida flagler too she's like in a bad mood or just unhappy Mm -hmm. which i cannot remember i'll have to go back and look it up add it in later but wasn't she or their daughter committed to a mental institution was it their daughter that he locked up in that 
Yes. The yes, room. that's right. Yes. Okay. So the daughter was locked up, and then when she died, he built the chapel yes. that's off of the road to Flagler. That's uh-huh. got the really beautiful fucking like mausoleum. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 So she was the mirror room. Is she the one that supposedly hung herself from the chandelier? The daughter. Uh. Oh, up on the fourth floor. Yeah, that ballroom that they had blocked off. That was that I Tiffany blue color. Um. I don't... Someone hung themselves in there. I can't... I say it was the daughter. I can't remember. We'll have to... I'll have to do the research and add it back in. But then, aside from Ida, though, there was the little boy in the hallway, Mm -hmm. and his story was that he was actually a hotel guest. Uh, His older brother was also at the hotel, and they were up on one of the top floors, I guess, probably the second or third at least... Or maybe the fourth, I don't remember. But yeah. he went over to that center thing, mm-hmm. and he fell over... The thing that looked down onto yes. the mosaic? Yes, yeah, and the okay. thing that went all the way down. You could see all the way down to the down. center. Yes, yeah. <laughs> but so he supposedly fell, and he died, and mm-hmm. that's one of the accounts of death, right. recorded deaths that happened at Flagler. And then you had your experiences with what you felt like was... What I thought the was spirit the spirit of a little boy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if that was James, James. from the cemetery, because mm-hmm. I had already at that point invited oh, James like, back. Hey, yeah, James, if you want to come along, that's fine. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I'm like, Brittany, what the fuck are you well, doing? I felt so bad because this little grave is, I mean, it's not it's by itself because right there, there are people fucking buried I know, next but it's to like it. right up by the gate. Yeah. I took a specific picture of that one when I finally did a ghost tour. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's awesome. Well, and remember last time we went, they changed that chain link fence to, like, that wrought iron. The wrought iron, and, yeah. And the cement underneath. Yes. So, so the little boy. Uh-huh. So, supposedly, if you had a ball in the hallway, he would play with it. Mm-hmm. And people would hear a ball in the hallway when there was no ball. And also running footsteps. And running footsteps is what I heard after all the fucking knocking that one night when it seemed like I was the only one that heard the knocking. And it was, like, fucking unrelenting. And by the time I got up to answer the door, the knocking was still going. But when I opened the door, there was nobody fucking outside. Yes. And it was, like, too quick of a thing for, like, them to stop knocking, me to open the door, and them to just have disappeared. Because you remember how it was in my hallway. You could see all the way down. Exactly. Like, either way. Exactly. So, heard that, and then just later that night, really feeling like something crawled up in the bed. Next to you. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just convinced that it wasn't, because it didn't feel, like, I wasn't super scared. I was fucking exhausted at that point. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's why I wasn't super scared, but it felt like, just like an innocent thing. Right. So, I think that's why I think it was the little boy. Well, and you're probably more receptive to that than most people. But then there was the creepy shit that happened in Kelly's room. Down I remember the hall. that. Oh man, I just now remembered that. Because you remember we kept telling everybody about our experiences and she was just like, I don't fucking believe that right. shit. And then that stuff happened to her and she was like, I'm a little freaked out now. And then that's when her and I went investigating in the halls. See, now that you I thought you were talking about the stuff that happened in Hannah's room. Like, you know, With the, room Ida? That was con- <gasps> the room that was connected <sighs> to you? I'm getting goosebumps. I totally forgot about that creepy ass shit. Yes, I remember that. All of us, the four of us, Hannah, Kayla, uh, 
I'm, my eyes are watering. Because I can I see that. This. Oh, it was so frightening just to it, hear about. Yes. I totally forgot that that happened. Okay, so what I remember is Emily, myself, in our room, and then we shared a bathroom with Kayla and Hannah. Mm-hmm. So we were sweet mates with them. Sweet mates. And, <laughs> and um, one night... They couldn't, this always happened too. You remember one of the first nights that Emily and I stayed in that room, they put a note on our door the next morning saying that we had locked them out of the bathroom and we didn't. Yes. We hadn't locked them out of the bathroom. Dude, I hated it. But they couldn't get in. I know, me too. I hated it. (laughs) And you know, it's just as many times as I stunk up that bathroom, you would think it would have (laughs) left. But no. But that bathroom was creepy. And so all the time, like, either Emily and I would get locked out of the bathroom or Kayla and I on there and would get locked out of the bathroom. That one night, though, none of us could get in. We heard those noises. But there was, like, the grunting or growling or something. And we were all freaked the fuck out. Like, we were like, we're all sleeping in one room tonight. Yeah, holy crap. How could you not? Yeah, no, that was freaky. I want to say it was something with, like, covers getting tugged on. That was Hannah. That That happened to Hannah. Okay. I think so. Uh-oh. I'll have to ask her about that to verify, but oh. but yeah. I forgot about the bathroom shit, but that was really freaky. The bathroom sh- shit was really freaky. And then, so, your hallway was creepy because the stairs, you always felt like you really had to hold on to the railing. I always felt like I was going to be pushed, pushed right yeah. from the back, dude. Yep, exactly. Like something, and, and if you were like going quickly down the stairs, you felt like something was right fucking behind yes. you. Yes. Like rushing your ass. Exactly. Like get stairs. off of my stairs. Yeah, bitch. exactly. And you're like, I gotta make sure my footing's okay. My I'm thing was on. always, cause you know, to get like turned down our hallway, you had to walk right past the entrance to that stairwell yes. and how it had that little window there. Yes. I swear, I, I never could look at it. I know. That I was I always creepy. thought that there was gonna be something there. There was going to be something there. I was not prepared to face that. I was also, like, whenever we would have the fire drills and stuff, I was super worried about that door specifically, like, that fire door, Mm -hmm. like, closing and staying closed so that nobody could get, like, in or out. I was always worried about that happening. It was super rational. I mean, not totally considering the stairwell it was next to. Yeah, no shit. But the way that the college was set up at the time while we were there was the the old hotel were the girls' dorms, and then Keenan Hall used to be the servants' quarters and were the classrooms. <laughs> and yeah, um, that staircase, man, holy crap, that shit, creepy. So the way that it was set up for people that aren't familiar with Flacker, it's old ass building built in the 1600s. So this was 2011. So <clears throat> I think while we were there, actually, St. Augustine had its like 450th anniversary right something, something like that I, it was something big i think i think it was like 450 i don't know <laughs> but so there's two towers on there's one yes. on the east side one on the west yes. side and then the those are the main steel towers and staircases mm-hmm. the one of which is leading to your mm-hmm. leading to your dorms and the other leads to where mine and my dorm and kelly and hannah and caitlin and all them Mm -hmm. and so in the center part was where the fucking lobby all the tv rooms and Mm -hmm. then the dining hall and then the entrance the little fucking security thing (laughs) the useless security but yes the one time we called because they're like will you be a ride anytime and then the one time kelly and i called for a ride they're like you're a little too far out and we're like okay well fuck you then i guess we're just gonna walk and you know potentially get accosted that's yeah, yeah. like well, well that's where i guess it's fine in the middle of the night yeah we're safe 
Got my maze, right? Maybe not. Who knows? I forgot about that one time uh, we almost got mugged by those people, too. That woman that had, like, the vomit on her mouth and shit. You remember that time? Hannah, Kayla, Emily, and I were walking back to the thing. The other Kelly, the tall Kelly. Uh Yeah, yeah. We were walking back to Flagler, not very far away, because we had just passed, like, the little tiny theater yeah, that okay. Was there. And, um... I don't remember this. Yeah, we were walking, and she fucking came out of, like, the bushes. And she was asking us if she could use our phone, and if we if, she, if we could give her a ride. And we're like, we're walking. Why do you think we have a ride? Yeah. She had vomit on her mouth. She had vomit on her. She was, like, oh, looking Jesus. around. She kept looking behind us. And that's when Hannah and I... Was, like, were who's like, going to be coming up? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Who's going to be coming up behind us while she's distracting us so mm-hmm. that they can... Try something. Exactly. So we, Hannah and I were like, let's usher everybody forward. Let's forward. scooch on along. So we immediately went inside and we told that little, the people at that security desk inside Flagler. And so, I don't know what they fucking did. But Probably not. We were like, I don't know if that was a possible mugging, but she was waiting on somebody else to come out. Exactly. Because she was trying to like, she kept getting in front of us while we were walking to prevent us from moving forward. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah, Hannah and I were like, nah. <laughs> yeah, let's get the fuck out of hell. Mm-hmm. But okay, so two staircases, and so Kelly and I. So that staircase was creepy as shit. One of the other stories about Flagler was that a lady in blue was the mistress of a hotel guest mm-hmm. who was there and with his family or something, right? His wife showed up at the hotel. Oh, that was and it was when she supposedly told him that she had found out she was pregnant. The wife or the mistress? The mistress. The mistress was pregnant. The mistress was pregnant, showed up to tell him. Mm-hmm. He was like, my wife just showed up. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not going to have a baby with you. I'm married. Kind yeah. of a thing. <laughs> but so she supposedly was crying and was running down that staircase. Mm-hmm. And tripped on her dress or something, fell down the staircase, broke her neck, and died. Mm -hmm. So there were stories of people hearing a woman crying. There were stories of people seeing a lady in blue. Mm -hmm. And, like, feeling sadness in that stairwell. I don't know how that changed to manifesting to us feeling like we were going to be pushed down the fucking stairs. Yeah. But then Kelly and I, one night, took my camera, took our little voice recorders on our phones... And we set out about the college to ghost hunt. And we took pictures near the center thing where we thought the boy fell on each floor that we were allowed to. Mm -hmm. And um, I was honestly too scared that night. She wanted to go up to the fourth floor that night. I only let us go. So, you know, our hallway actually led up to the fourth floor. Yes. And so... On two different things. Like, you could access the freight elevator way, or, or you it would could be break like, into that little <clears> door <throat> that mm-hmm. was at the top of the hall. Fucking creepy, just at the end of the top of the hall. Yeah. That creepy, dark, silent, still, just, I hated that space. It was yes. creepy as shit. Yes. Kelly wanted to go up in there, and I was like, I'm, no. I just can't. I just can't, Of dude. course, at the time, I'm not admitting that I'm too afraid to fucking go. <laughs> <laughs> but so we went as far as that and we mm-hmm. took pictures through that hole that was in that door too. Cause you remember that one had a I tiny little square hole. I remember now. And that's why I never went way up there at mm-hmm. night. Mm-mm. Cause I didn't want to accidentally like you in the stairwell, see something 
move by that or little something. slot in the window. Yeah, like that. exactly. Because I just always felt like a female energy, like a nasty female energy was up there waiting to just fuck with somebody. I don't know. Maybe it was Ida. I don't fucking know. But, or maybe the lady that hung herself if it wasn't Ida. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we went and we're investigating, taking pictures. We took EVP sessions in each one of the four <clears throat> stairwells, the two side ones and then the two main ones. Mm-hmm. And it, and we didn't hear anything while we were doing the sessions, mm-hmm. just asking basic questions that we knew at the time, just mm-hmm. like, what the fuck ever is in the EVP. And like. another thing was that you would always know if someone was on the stairs because it was yes. all wood. Yes. Like, you could hear you could everything. Hear all the creaking. All the creaking up and down. You could hear. And it was... I thought it was, like, 1 o'clock in the morning, but I guess according to the EVP, it was 1235. <laughs> um, Close enough. Yeah. But there was nobody else around when Kelly and I were doing this. Mm-hmm. It was in the middle of the fucking night. On the school night, people were sleeping, you know. I'm sure you know, there, there were a lot of people up, but... I mean, yeah, maybe the good students that were still studying. Yeah. Not out ghost hunting. Yeah. (laughs) Or party. Oh, sweet God. But, yeah. But, um, so, there was nobody in the stairwell. There was nobody in the hallways. Because that was one thing that her and I were, like, embarrassed about was other people coming up on us while we were Seeing you ghost ghost hunting. (laughs) So Maybe only a little bit self-conscious. Yeah, exactly. And so... Anyways, we didn't hear anything at all while we were doing the sessions, none of the sessions. We get back to Kelly's room, and we plug in her little BlackBerry, and she plugged it, yeah, (laughs) she plugged it into her laptop computer, and we listened to the audio, and when we got to that stairwell, which is the third or fourth one that we investigated, Mm -hmm. we caught the EVP. I guess right here, I don't know, this is all set up, Let's do it right here. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, I my shoe. <laughs> we mean no disrespect at all. This is a tough subject, I'm sorry. But is this a staircase where you did in fact perish? Again, I'm really, really sorry if this is a tough subject and you'd rather not talk about it. The EVP we just played for you was the entire EVP that was recorded in that specific stairwell that evening on March the 9th, 2012 at 12.35 a.m. according to the timestamp on the recording itself. If you would like, plug in some headphones, listen closely, amplify the sound. If you hear anything extra or have any feedback, let us know. And it's... I mean, to this day, is very chilling. It is chilling. It's chilling. It's a different... It literally, to me, to me, it's like a disembodied voice. Like, it sounds like somebody talking to you from the end of a fucking tunnel. It really does. It really does. 
And she's saying, like, I didn't fall. He pushed me down. Down as if she's falling. Yeah. It is the eeriest. I know, that down. Yeah, I was very, very wont to take that stairwell unless I desperately Mm. had to at that that. point. Yeah, no shit. Holy crap. No shit. And then it wasn't until 2000 and what, 14, 2013, 2014, that we were, you and I were investigating in Micanopy with Wheelchair Man, which we have to tell that story too. Oh my goodness, because David was there for that, (laughs) right? David was there for that one, and he was super interested because we were telling him about the EVP, and that's when he was like, let's plug it into my car and listen to it. Yes. And we did, and that's when you and I looked at each other, and my eyes were watering, and I'm pretty sure both of us had goosebumps because we were hearing so much under chatter mm-hmm. that this lady was still saying yeah. while Kelly and I were talking to each other yes. and asking questions. Oh my god, I forgot about mm. the extra stuff that you could you can't hear unless you have yeah, like unless you're or... really got an amplifier. Yes. Yeah. Oh my god, she she was very chatty. Very chatty. Oh, man. And then that just segued right into Wheelchair Man. It segued right in because (laughs) it was that started off our night because it was we we were still at your apartment complex, if I remember correctly, when we listened to it in the parking lot. Right. And then we drove to Micanopy or were we at the cemetery in Micanopy when we not the not the haunted haunted one. Uh But that one that we went to that was like open and there was a church. You remember? Off like one of no, them. I just remember the one with wheelchair man. That was fucking scary. <laughs> wheelchair man scares me. <laughs> he was so frightening, dude. Very frightening both times. I mean, as illogical as it is, he's got no legs and he's not going to catch us in his wheelchair. But damn, if car, he doesn't but try. But damn, he doesn't try. <laughs> Okay, so we gotta tell the story about wheelchair man now. Oh god, you might remember better details than me. So it was David. It was David, the guy that I was seeing at the time. Mm -hmm. You and myself. Uh huh. And we went to Micanopy to ghost hunt. We wanted to specifically go to that cemetery. Mm -hmm. And so we parked the car off of the little road and we walked back down one of the side roads. Mm -hmm. We got to the cemetery. Mm And I think at that point, we were having a conversation like, should we jump over? Should we just stay on the outside? Exactly. And well, we I hear... thought that it was like you could just walk right in, right? Well, I was thought there so. a gate? There was a gate, but like the cement thing that was there yeah, was, was, easy to get over. was short. Yeah. And you could kind of like, if you really, you could yes. hop over it. Yes, that was it. It wasn't even something you had to climb. It was mm-hmm. just like your crotch little... had to be up enough yeah. to get over. little hop. Yeah, a little hop. And little that hop. was when... And that was when we hear, whoo! <laughs> like a fucking owl or something. And we turn and we hear it again. And I was probably close to pissing myself because we weren't expecting to hear that. <clears throat> I wasn't thinking a ghost, though. I was thinking it was somebody fucking with us. Uh-huh. And it was, we looked across the street. There was a four-way intersection. Maybe he was a crossroads man. Because that was a four-way. Because here was the cemetery. It was, though. Boop, boop. And then there was a... I mean, it was a tiny little four-way, but maybe he was a crossroads guy. Oh, God, that's terrifying. But right there, at that stop sign was... It was dark as shit, but there was a guy in a wheelchair. With no legs. With no legs, hooing at us (laughs) and slowly rolling towards towards us. us. (laughs) And I think at that point, we got uncomfortable and we... 
I think we walked back to the car because I distinctly remember driving past him in David's car. Yes, we drove past him in David's car because we saw him again because we were talking about it. We were freaked out. And then we continued to investigate elsewhere because we went up the road to that house. Remember mm-hmm. the little manor yes, mansion yes, thing? Yes, I do remember that. Okay, it's mm-hmm. all coming back to me now. And we did EVP sessions there. Mm-hmm. And there were lots of bugs and skeeters. Yep. And then, Sounds about right. Yep. And then we went to the other cemetery on our way out, the bigger one. I don't remember if there actually was a church, but there was some some sort of white building. Okay. I remember a white that building. That does sound familiar. And it was like an open cemetery. And by open, I mean like fieldy. Instead of covered with trees. Yes. And there was a road, like a bigger road. That ran down the center? That either ran down the center or it ran right along the side. Yeah. But it was something like that. Something like that. But then, so after we finished our investigation and we're still traumatized by Wheelchair Man, <laughs> well, a couple months later, I took the girls that were working with me at Vector. Yes. <laughs> told them about the wheelchair story before we went there (laughs) and ashley was with us too i told them about the wheelchair man they're all freaked out none of them wanted to get out of the car to investigate they wanted me to drive around and i'm like that's not ghost honey guys come the fuck on so i get them out we're walking around that's when the owl lands in the middle of the road in front of us and all the girls were spooked by that um the other girls were like that owl does not want us to be here. I mean, it just, yeah, it sat it's down trying... in the middle of the road and it just <laughs> fucking cocked its head over. It's trying to protect you. Of course it doesn't want you to be yeah, here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. And so we get in my car and we're driving down the road and I tell all the girls to be quiet and we're all quiet. <laughs> as quiet as, you know, as a there's group of girls can be. Exactly. Like, and we're all piled in my Equinox, because I remember there were so many of us that Care Pal was, like, in the actual back of the Equinox, like, in the <laughs> hatchback fucking area, peeked over the and back that was seats. a big car. Yeah. Uh-huh. So we're uh, driving down in my car, and we have all the windows open so we can hear the creepy shit outside. And I turn the corner, and my headlights hit that piece. And there he is... Sitting in the darkness on the side of the fucking road. Yes. Just in the pitch black. Because that is definitely not at all remotely creepy. Exactly. And there is the wheelchair guy. And I literally, at this point, you can hear the... (gasps) Of everybody. And I'm freaking out. So I start to speed up. (laughs) And remember that all the windows are down. And I swear to God, we were close enough to him. He was on my driver's side because I turned the corner. There he was. Mm Mm-hmm. He was close enough that I heard his clothing shift when he reached forward. <sighs> and I was like, fuck no, sped away. Mm-hmm. And then the girls were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. So I look back and he's trying to roll after us yes. in a fucking wheelchair down the road. And I'm in a vehicle and he's trying to catch up to us in a wheelchair. And I'm like, this is terrifying. <laughs> terrifying. See, you get all the, the exciting experiences. <laughs> I mean, at least I got the first sighting. I'll take that. Yeah. Gosh, <laughs> darn it, though, man. Holy crap. Yeah, I don't but, know. Yeah, that yeah. was the night that we, we turned that EVP up when it was uh, you, me, and David. And we heard all of that. I totally different. forgot about all of the other stuff. Because mm-hmm. wow. you and I were both, like, open mouth looking at each other like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. None of this was here before. <laughs> <laughs> what well, was? We just didn't hear it. Oh, man. God, what a trip. 
Mm. I think you and I both have just had the most, like, not the most extensive experiences, but throughout our childhood and young adulthood, Mm -hmm. um, just the oddest things happen. I think ever since I moved out of that apartment that the three of us shared, I can't recall having really had too many experiences. That's good. There is, like, one thing in my house every once in a while I feel like I'll see something, like, being dragged down the hall. Ooh. And, yeah, that... Like, and it's white. I don't Mm. know. I don't know if it's crawling or being dragged, but I don't like either. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I could do well to have neither of those things. No shit. Like, maybe like a, hey, how's it going? Yeah, like, uh, in passing, like, oh, God. Ah." Or, yeah, Um, being dragged. Fuck. Because that's like murder. (laughs) That's like murder, dude. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, tell... Talk about your experiences in the apartment that you lived in uh, with your mom in Gainesville, and then we can talk about our experiences in because that was cobblestone, the, the oddest dude. I think. Fucking ooh, the fire alarm! It was. All I don't know fun. why that was like the most unsettling thing for me was the fire alarm. I think deals. But you know how we talked about like when the talking in your sp- room. Yeah, her having a spell on you. I think that house just had a spell on me because I felt so chill. I think like, it had a spell on all of us. Because I think that that's where it just, it was so negative. It preyed on mm-hmm. things that we already had existing and such conduits. Mm. Um, okay, the Gainesville apartment. <sighs> I don't remember much um, except for, oh, well, no, wait, I do. I do remember the two <laughs> crazy things. Oops. Oops. Um, I will say whenever the power went off and, you know, take this one with a grain of salt. The power would go out a lot there. I mean, they were pretty cheap apartments. Um, and several times when the power went off, I'd be sitting in the living room and I would distinctly hear heavy breathing in just the pitch darkness. And you know what it's like when the power goes off? There's no hum mm. of anything. Like, there shouldn't be anything making that noise. And it just it sounded like heavy breathing. Um, that one never really amounted to much, I don't think, unless you try and string these events together, but I don't remember the order they happened in. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say that it might have been... I think it was before my mom and I experienced something together mm-hmm. that I was up. I distinctly remember it being like 2 a.m. I was watching CSI and CIS maybe on DVR and Duncan was asleep in my lap. And across from me on the couch was the TV, and there was a shelf next to the TV, and Tchaikovsky was sleeping on top of it. And I hit fast forward, and there was, like, a moment of silence, because it was really late. And in that moment of silence, like, the air was just split with a growl. Like, deep guttural, like, as if a really angry dog is growling in my ear right now. Mm-hmm. And as that happened, this... And it was translucent, but it was like a shadow. Like, Mm -hmm. translucent, but three-dimensional and dark. And it just materialized in front of the TV and passed right in front of where Tchaikovsky was sleeping and through the wall that connected to the kitchen. And as if that wasn't freaky enough, when the growl happened, both cats woke up just like that and both stared at the same spot that I was staring at in front of the TV and Tchaikovsky's head moved as I watched this thing move Mm -hmm. there was just too much there and 
like my room I had to walk straight through where it just was and yeah I was just like I think I'm sleeping on the couch tonight no shit <laughs> like what do you even do after that and then I want to say maybe I told my mom about it um I had been hesitant to do so but we were talking about it one night and I was supposed to go to my dad's mm-hmm. and she was sitting in the chair next to the couch reading as we were talking about it there was this loud bang from the kitchen like it sounded like someone had punched the wall and had like thrown something across the kitchen and we both look at each other like what the fuck was that mm-hmm. um both cats were in there with us um so i got up to go look at it and investigate and i could find nothing out of place and then i looked in the sink and our soap dispenser was in it and it was just one of those little soft soap containers like the only way it was going to make that sound is if someone just like picked it up and then slammed it into the sink and i was like and on that note i'm out of here and she was like okay you can't leave me here (laughs) and so she she put clothes on and packed a bag and drove two hours to go stay with my grandparents (laughs) yeah shit and we both left the poor cats oh like oh i sincerely regret that my poor babies but they've been okay they've been okay Probably still traumatized a little bit. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's why Duncan will shit outside the litter box every once in a while. Maybe. <laughs> I remember that one lady telling my mom that the reason why our cat... So there was like a two... I probably said this two hundred times. Our cat at the time... Would she not walk on the ground? She wouldn't walk on the ground that was for it. weeks. Mm-hmm. She just wouldn't. Like, if you picked her up and you put her on the ground, she would freak the fuck out and mm-hmm. try to... She would scramble to the next available surface. And my mom had this friend or someone that she knew that was psychic, I guess, Mm -hmm. and just told her nonchalantly one day when she came over, like, you have way too many spirits walking around in here. That's why she won't step on the ground because she feels like she's being walked on. She feels like she's being trampled. Oh, that's... Oh, Jesus. (laughs) Like, yeah, when did this become, you know, Grand Central Station? Mm -hmm. <laughs> but they like staged the house or something, and after that, she would walk on the fucking. Yeah, I know. Doesn't that make it even station. more eerie that, like, that it, that's what fixed it? Staging the house. Well, I mean, Jacob and I had experiences in the house. Jacob, well, he talks away his experiences, which is fine. I mean, if if you're if you're skeptical, and, and that's how I take them for what they were, because there were times where he and I both would hear something running out of the bathroom that was in between our bedrooms, yes. like, out in the hall, waiting on it to come into, like, one of our bedrooms. Right. And it would just fucking stop. Uh-huh. That was a common thing, was the running. Because it would run out of the bathroom and then stop. Yeah, I was terrified to use your bathroom when I was there. <laughs> yeah, I forgot. You guys, you and Lauren stayed. We stayed the night. Mm-hmm. Yep, because we went outside and we tried to investigate a little in my dark-ass yard. Yes, next to the creek or... The pond. The pond, yeah. yeah. And then by the old shed. And shit was going nuts, but we didn't take it seriously because it was iPhone apps. Yeah, well, yeah, that... Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's right. So we tried to use the... I don't know if it's like an EVP or like... It's kind of like a ghost box. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Or an EMF, I think you're right. Some sort of detecting thing. Yes. Yeah, your place was creepy. It was creepy. I heard you in a previous episode talking about the thing you drew. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man, I really didn't want to see that thing. Yeah, I didn't either. (laughs) (laughs) Well, do you want to wrap up with cobblestone? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. So cobblestone. Oh, man, cobblestone. I mean, that is so funny because you can see the beginning of the end. 
mm-hmm. as it unravels on that chapter in our lives. Mm-hmm. Um, from the get-go, just the moving experience, mm-hmm. how a, like a pipe burst in my room, no less. No shit. Oh, I thought it was Sierra's room. Oh, was, was it? Was it your room? I thought it was upstairs. Maybe it was upstairs. I, I just remember they had those air conditioning and things you under the all car- the carpets. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. From the air they were shooting under to try yes. to dry the shit out. Yes. Um, yeah. On our move-in day, a yeah. pipe burst. We couldn't get into our apartment. We couldn't get into our, our apartment. In. So instead of just setting a future move-in date when we could have just finagled with our existing landlords, like, hey. we didn't have that time, though, because remember, we, you guys, your lease was up first. So we moved you guys into, into my little for apartment for like a week. Yes. And then when my lease You're was up there, right. we left. Mind you, it's fucking July in Florida, so it's like 100 degrees outside. And we've all just moved furniture as we're bruised up from moving all the furniture. Into a vacant hours. apartment that we thought we were going to end up having to stay in. And they were like, oh, yours is dry. Now you can move your shit yeah. from this vacant apartment to this vacant apartment. Oh, shit. But you know what? At least... They gave us that Applebee's gift card because holy shit, we went to Applebee's and we ate so now. much food. <laughs> I can't believe I forgot that. Yeah, all the drinks and all the food because mm. damn it, we deserved it after we that day. We did. Yeah, we were pissed too. We're like, fucking take this Applebee's. Yeah, we didn't card. even like fully enjoy ourselves. I don't think yeah. like because we were a little like we were, we were bickering at each other by the end of the night. Even when we all like remember we when slept we laid on the down. one bed in the living room because we were like we don't even want to unpack anything else. Yeah, I just remember the tension mm-hmm. from the very first night. Yep, yep. And from there, what happened first? I think so. The fire alarm was a. Re- repetitive thing that, that happened. Yeah. That might have been one of the first things, I think, was I, the fire alarm going off at 3 a.m. Mm-hmm. for no reason. Mm-hmm. The um, stairs, I felt a weird off thing in, in the, the stairs. stairs. Mine was if I was sitting in the living room at the bottom of the stairs. Yes. Looking over yes. and feeling like I I was either being watched from or something Or something was going to peek around that corner. Yes. yes. And there were so many nights where I would just fall asleep on the couch because I was I would work so late mm-hmm. at Subway and I was just like I don't want to deal with this right now yeah mm-hmm. I don't want to wake up and see anything yeah no shit oh god yeah and then in your room <clears throat> which I never thankfully I never had any weird feelings in my room well see I never had any weird feelings in my room but that hallway be- right in between you and I mm-hmm which was right above the stairs of course. where the stairs started. So maybe it was just the whole fucking staircase mm-hmm. that felt off. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, your room didn't feel bad. But it didn't then, feel bad, but the craziest shit happened in there. Yeah. But you told me about you hearing your name, yes. right? So and the talking that was, I think the talking was the first thing. Um, I did have that closet that had that space at the top, mm-hmm. um, but the attic access was in my closet. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that the apartments next to us were vacant mm-hmm. because I was like, am I hearing someone across the On way? the other side, not on Josh's side. No. Yeah. It was, it was vacant and distinctly from my closet, I would hear like what sounded like a, a man and a woman having a, a conversation, mm-hmm. not even tense just a conversation um and it would distinctly come from my closet and i could hear it in my closet and nowhere else Mm -hmm. um i couldn't hear it on the other side of the wall towards the stairs like i don't know can't explain that one um 
there was another day, got off work and I laid down and it was the middle of the day. Like to me, my room just had such like a positive air about it for mm-hmm. me. That was like the only safe space I felt like I had in the house, mm-hmm. which is ironic. Yeah. <laughs> Based on what happened. And I think that it probably wanted it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, because our energy with each other, like the three of us never got better. Mm-hmm. It just continued to deteriorate and whether we were feeding it or it, it was, you know, feeding how we were feeling or both like, I don't know, none, any, any less, nonetheless, (laughs) (laughs) nonetheless, I laid down for a nap and I was like right about to fall asleep and I hear someone whisper Samantha in my ear, like Samantha. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of like shook myself awake, but I don't know. It was weird. It was very strange. I didn't like that it knew my name. Yeah. But that didn't occur to me until later. The last one was I was already leaving. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember I was getting ready to go out to the Atlantic. No, the other one that we went to, that bar that had the great sandwiches. The Midnight? The Midnight! Mm-hmm. Oh. Which is no longer a thing. I know, that's bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um... I was getting ready to go there, and you were in your room, Sarah was in her room, mm-hmm. and I had some music on from my phone in the bathroom with me, um, and the bathroom, as you know, was connected to the bedroom, mm-hmm. and we had chatter up, mm-hmm. and I had was the, so it was such a great apartment, <laughs> all things considered. Yes, uh, the best apartment ever. It was the best apartment. God damn it, we had the best fucking pool, we had that yard. Yeah. We could walk to that trail. Ugh. It was a really good setup. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, that's when the movie gets a little bit darker. Yep. And it's like, but little did they know. Yeah. And they were about to find out. No shit. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm getting ready and the bedroom door is closed, but the bathroom door is open. And I hear, I wish I had something to knock, to knock on, dude. Like, I hear knock, knock, knock on my door. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm like, come in. After a pause, I said, come in. Mm -hmm. And I went to the door and nobody was there. And I don't, I don't know if I went over to see if it was you the first time or not, but I closed my door again and go back to getting ready. And then within a a couple minutes later, I hear knock, knock, knock on the bedroom door again Mm -hmm. and come in. I said, come in and nobody was at the door again. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I think that's when I poked my head over into your room and I was like, hey, did you You asked door? me. I remember you asking me. Yeah. Did you need me? No. And I was like, did you see Sierra come up here? Like, did she need me? Because you were even a little like, you weren't flustered, but you were like, did you just knock <laughs> on my door? <laughs> yeah. Because it happened twice. And I mean, we were already all tense with each other anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really didn't set in until the third one. when Which I- was that big blow up, right? Well, no, the there wasn't a blow-up that night. That was one morning on my way to work. Yeah, the super up. early in the morning. Yeah. We were all, I think, getting ready for work. Uh-huh. She, yeah. That was there super There was aggressive. yelling. You guys were yelling at each other. Really yelling. Like, really, really yelling. And, because <laughs> um, she could get loud. She could get loud. And I remember during that, I remember the fire alarm going off. Because I remember us having to deal with that and the yelling. Uh, Maybe I've blocked that out because, like, 
Fucking, yeah. That whole, I just remember bits and pieces. God. But yeah, the knocking happened a third time. And on that third one, come in, I said, come in. And I opened the door and as I poked my head out, I was just like, you know what? It just dawned on me. And I said, I think I'm going to leave this open. <laughs> <laughs> and just go back to getting ready. I think it doesn't want it closed. <laughs> and then do you remember when Christina briefly lived in my room? Mm-hmm. Um, she was freaked out by that closet. Yeah. She didn't really go in depth about it with me. She was like, I'm really uncomfortable talking about it. But she did not stay for long. Mm-hmm. And Tchaikovsky loved the shit out of that closet. Tchaikovsky though. loved the shit out of the closet. <laughs> oh my god, he was doing his own kitty ghost hunting. Yeah. He's <laughs> like, I've got this space since nobody else wants it. And it just, I never felt like, I don't know, in danger or, I don't know. I just never yeah. felt threatened there. But... But it was obviously sapping our positive energy. Yeah, looking back now, like, it just, it was obviously something malevolent because it just fed off of our anger. Looking back, that's just such an interesting part of life to examine Mm -hmm. for the sake of us being people and, you know, being friends and having known each other for such a long time. But, like, what the instantaneous effects of moving into that apartment were because it was right away it was the first night so those are the stories those are the stories and this has been spooky fun time with sam and brit sam and brit (laughs) (laughs) i wish that we like lived closer together so that we could just have our own podcast oh man that sounds brilliant something that we can get in the works though yeah exactly we can figure it out Mm -hmm. where there's a will there's a way because maybe i can have like a um, a winter home in Georgia. Somewhere. Ooh, hell yeah! And maybe I'll stop smoking cigarettes, so my <laughs> voice sounds better. <laughs> Your voice sounds magnificent. <laughs> All right, this is spooky. Britain, Sam, salmon, Brit. Britain, Sam, salmon, Brit. <laughs> Signing off. Spooky seeds. Yeah. Fleshy spooky meat sacks. Fleshy meat sacks. I'm keeping that in there. <laughs> oh god. That's fantastic. I forgot that I usually have to, like, copy-paste it into the end of every episode so that I remember to say, so for this episode, there's not going to be any reading recommendations other than, uh, I'm sure I'll find some. (laughs) I'm trying to think. Yeah, no, Some St. Augustine shit, maybe. Mm. We can't get you any documents on Wheelchair Man, because we don't know what the fuck that is. And I ran away pretty quick. Yeah. (laughs) So, um... Wheelchair man, we don't know. He's just someone who who's at you. Hoo hoo. Hoo hoo. That was just so bizarre. God. Alright, so that about wraps up this episode of the Primordia Podcast, your source for strange. We discussed a bunch of spooky stuff, mostly about well, not mostly about St. Augustine, I guess. It was kind of Gainesville, St. Augustine. Augustine. Yeah, yeah. Central Florida, central to eastern Florida. Yeah, central to eastern Florida. So I guess one thing that we really didn't talk a lot about, which way to say this at the end of the fucking episode, is Sam and I actually had back in the day our own little ghost hunting thing, and we did one official Florida haunts. Yes, North Central Florida haunts. I don't know if that Gmail account is still floating out there somewhere. I think maybe on my old Facebook, the group was still there. Okay, yeah, we did create a group. I remember that. Oh, I'm gonna look at that. I'm gonna look that up. But North Central Florida haunts, and we actually did one official investigation Mm -hmm. of someone's house. 
Uh, I remember it was, it was creepy. We didn't catch anything, but it was we didn't creepy. Catch anything, but we caught that door. The feeling of passion ignited within us. Yes, to seek and search out more more ghost hunting opportunities. Absolutely, and spiritual lore. Yes, which <laughs> is what all this is about. And I guess places that if people are traveling, and they want to visit that mm. we mentioned. Yes. Um, Flagler College, yes. formerly the Ponce de Leon Hotel. Mm-hmm. Um, not only beautiful, uh, but super haunted. Or switch those, not only haunted, but extremely beautiful. Yes, and um, so many stories about the place. Mm-hmm. So we didn't many. mention this, but the, the old jail is yes. right around there. Um, and the Leitner Museum across the street, also mm-hmm. home to its own series of of light hauntings yes both the huguenot cemetery which is the home of mass graves from the cholera epidemic that struck saint augustine and then also the talamato cemetery Mm -hmm. which is where james is go say hi to james yeah go say hi to james and uh and cobblestone apartments in gainesville yep cobblestone apartments in gainesville the devil's mill hopper in gainesville we investigated there too we didn't talk about that Darn it. Dude, at a point, we were all so freaked out that, remember, we were back to back. I So that we could that. see in every direction. Yes. It was creepy. That was super creepy. Yeah. Well, we just talked about it, I guess. Devil's Millhopper. Devil's Millhopper in Gainesville. That one's got some legends behind it. Maybe I'll feature that in a part of an episode or something. But So we talked about all that. We really hope you've enjoyed this episode. This also, remember, features my best friend, Sam. Say hi, Sam. Hi, Sam. (laughs) (laughs) Remember, if you are someone or you know someone who has a strange story to share, whether it's alien-related, a case of deja vu, spooky stuff, or just an off-putting situation or occurrence, we'll feature it on our next episode. Just send us a message at primordia.bwc at gmail.com or shoot us a message or submit a post over on Facebook or Instagram. Link in the podcast description. I did make transcripts of the previous episodes available on the Primordia podcast site, which is up and running, and I have linked that in the podcast description for you as well. As always, thank you so much for listening. Strange seeds and fleshy meat sacks. (laughs) Stay strange. (laughs) Did I get it? Yeah, perfect. (laughs)